News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The Transport Watchdog has received 229 complaints about taxis not accepting card payments or not having a card payment machine installed since they became uh, compulsory. The complaints released under the Freedom of Information Act uh, to our News Talk reporter, uh, Owen Murphy. We're joined by Jim Waldron, spokesperson for the National Private Hire and Taxi Association. Uh, 229 complaints, and that, they're only the people who took the trouble of actually going and, and making the complaint. Uh, Jim, it suggests uh, there's still a, a good number of taxi drivers who aren't complying with the law in this. Yeah, yeah, probably so, Shane. Like, there's a transition period required for this to be introduced. Um, 229 complaints uh, is is a big inconvenience to the public. I'm aware, but uh, I think it's uh, you know there's a lot of drivers used to do, working in a certain pattern, and we have to try and change that. Unfortunately, there was no encouragement from the National Transport Authority prior to this introduction. And it's up to people like the National, National Private Hire and Taxi Association to try and encourage drivers and facilitate and help them. So it's taken time to get get it all in 100%. Yeah, fair There's enough. probably no need for it, to be honest with you, to be brought in. Because 92% Oh, Jim, I think most people would disagree with you on that. I think most people would disagree with you on that. I, I actually had to get out of my bed to go in and uh, pick up my son. I heard the story before. Yeah, uh, I, I think a lot of people would disagree. It didn't need to be brought in. Uh, loads of taxi drivers. I mean, would say either I don't have it or it's broken. It was a regular, a regular occurrence. Yeah, well, I, I, I can't uh, excuse bad behaviour, Shane, but I can uh, tell you that there are reasons why people have taken time to change. And uh, as I said, 92% of taxi drivers prior to this being made compulsory already had ca- uh, credit card machines in their car. Um, there are various reasons why a taxi driver might not want to take uh, somebody in the car who's saying they're going to pay by credit card. Uh, many drivers will be concerned about where they're going to destination um, and how long it takes in a particular uh, place to do the transaction. So there are reasons why yeah, people... You, you, left, you left out another so. reason because it would be on the books. Uh, yeah, that, that's well. You you might think it's that way, uh, Shane, but uh, during well, I think the most pandemic, people would. I don't. I don't think I'm a conspiracy theorist to to posit that view. To be fair, Jim. No, but you see, Shane, if you let me finish, mo- mo- uh, during the pandemic, uh, most taxi drivers were on the um, COVID payment, and 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 to our records, most of them were on the highest uh, pandemic payment, which suggests that they're very much in line with paying their tax and up-to-date. And in fact, I think we're one of the few industries that would have to close down if you don't have a credit card machine. Do you know of any other industry that has to close down because their credit card machine doesn't work? No, but I, I know of very few businesses that don't take a credit card. I, 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 I to go home. What? Do you expect the tax driver to go home if his credit card machine doesn't work? Well, that's that's the law, so yeah. Yeah, unfortunately it is, but it's not It's not fair, is it, Chan? But like, why do... Cre- I mean, this thing about credit card machines not working. I mean, how, how often do they not work? I mean, certainly not as often as, as what used to be the case when people got into uh, into taxis. 
Uh, it, it does happen, though, Shane. The point is that it does happen, like you know. Uh, and as I said, I can't excuse bad behaviour, but I can tell you there are reasons that sometimes this happens. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the 229 complaints are upheld, and what the, like each of the drivers are facing a 200 euro fine, and I wouldn't like to be facing a 200 euro fine, like you know. But this thing of you know, no, taxi drivers don't you, pay you do tax. accept. Taxi drivers do pay I tax. Know, I look, I, I, I didn't suggest taxi drivers don't pay tax. I said uh, I, I put it to you that maybe the reason some taxi drivers uh, weren't uh, said they didn't have a credit card available is because they didn't want to put that particular fare to the books. I think that's a reasonable uh, question to put to you. Yeah, that's fair enough. But you see, to to take a, a credit card transaction chain, it could cost up to 5% extra to the taxi driver. So that's probably more reason why they're reluctant to take it. And what we're having lately is people are booking taxis through an app they have to pay the, the app system 15%, and then at the end of the journey, the customer wants to pay by credit card, which is another 5%. Now, they're doing that because if they done it done it through the app that they originally booked, there wouldn't be any cost to the taxi driver, but they're avoiding paying what they call the new tech fee brought in by some of these app companies. So to save themselves money, they pay, the, pay by credit card at the end of the journey, and the driver then has to suffer an additional 5% discount. Yeah, well, look, that certainly seems... Um, that certainly seems a convoluted process. I, 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 that you, it, it, it isn't all done in the one. If you book on an app, you, you pay with a credit card. I think uh, no argument there. Well, sorry, one last thing, uh, Jim. I, I wanted to clarify this with you. I've just noticed a couple of times getting into taxis, the taxi driver asking me before I get in to the car, "Where am I going?" Are taxi drivers allowed to ask that question? Uh, just to clarify, I'm curious. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They're also allowed to ask you for a deposit on the on the journey, actually, before they take you in the car. Okay. So you know, but uh, they, they you can know, say uh, where uh, you go be, yeah. be, before you get in in the door. Because I I often think it's like they they then make a call on whether or not they'll take you based on that. Well, no, based on that, they're only allowed to refuse you if you're going over 30 kilometres away from where you're starting your journey. Okay. So if you decide, like, I mean, they could be near an end of a shift or something and, uh, you know, uh, you're getting into the car and you might, they might be in, I don't know, they might be in Ballymore and you might want to go to Fox Rock or Dunleary or something and there might be a reason to think, look, I don't really want to end up out there. I'm just about to finish my shift. So, like, there are reasons why some people ask the journey. I might add to you as well, Shane, that was very common in the past. It doesn't happen as much now that most drivers on the last fare ask a person where they're going and if they're going in the direction they're going, they bring them for free. Okay, all right. So that's it's very it. common that that used to happen. It doesn't happen as much now to be fair, to be honest about it. All right, uh, Jim, thanks for talking to us. Jim Waldron there, spokesperson for the National Private uh, Hire and Taxi Association. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.